Check. Trump. 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 To Trump. <laughs> they indicted Trump. Nah, we don't want to start like that. But Trump, we, Trump. But we did, though. Um, yeah, I'm fine with that. Well, fuck it. Let's start there. We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul mouth jerk from out of town. Foul mouth? Fuck you, man. Astronauts, you're now rocking with the worst. Uh, I'm Valio and uh, Silvery and uh, Adam Stranger here. Hey, uh, hello. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Fucking, he gets indicted for the porn star thing first, but everybody's like, "Oh, this is the weakest of the charges." But I don't know. Do any of us care? Like, which you switched no. gears so fast? I thought you were still talking People, about leather oh, pump up shorts. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't No, we can we can still keep laughing no, about no, no, no. Takashi Six no, Nine getting fine. beat up, or can return to it. And I don't care if we repeat everything we said in previous episodes because I get such a kick out Something, of Takashi getting beat up in leather poom poom shorts. In the song. I, I think it's funny that number one, okay, like. They can spend so much time being like the Biden crime family. Like, mm-hmm. if you listen to like Fox or Sean Hannity, they don't say Joe Biden, the Biden crime family. Lock them up. The whole lock her up thing. And then they're like, wait, you, you can't dare to indict us, someone who was president Sitting once. President, I mean, yeah. hold, wait, let me stop this rant about how you should arrest Joe Biden right now while he is president so I can say that I am amazed that they would indict a president. Like, you were just talking about it, asshole. Like, the idea of, like, they've been weaponizing the government, so we're going to weaponize the government to go against them because weaponizing the government's bad, so we've weaponized the government to come after you. It's, it's the whole idea that they shouldn't arrest him because he's a president is like, fuck that. You or, should arrest him even more. It's like even, when a cop breaks the law, you have to sentence him harder because he right. fucking knew better. But or even not that you shouldn't arrest him because he's the president but just like that it is that much more offensive like that the reason you're doing it is because it's politicized whereas like it's also super bugged out the way they're like the biden crime family which i think all those motherfuckers at the top are pretty corrupt but that's just a repurposing of the whole clinton crime family thing which Neither are wrong. Well, that's I don't the think thing it's is, entirely without merit. Neither are wrong. Well, no, like, that's the thing, though. It's like, it doesn't matter, so. though. If you're a Democrat and get elected, then you're now a you're criminal. You're a crime family. You, automatically. And I could say that there might be evidence for fucking the Clintons, but for Biden, it's like anything that they get married. Right now, they're like, we found a check from China to a Biden, and then they... They split it up amongst the family. There was a check. I'm like, you know that Trump gets one every single month for the floor of his building he rents to the Chinese government, asshole. The Chinese government pays Trump monthly. Not one check. Monthly. But they're mad because Biden got a one-time payment. Right, but it's also so circular because as far as, like, if we're talking about, say, just if we focus on the Biden crime family thing, right? Um, And we've talked about bits and pieces of this in different order in different episodes but the whole thing of like obviously that his kid gets put on like the board at the gas company in ukraine you're like yeah he's a crackhead who has no fucking experience in this line of work obviously whether his dad has anything to do with it or not that's why he got hired for that but then also when they're like uh the what's dude's name the son's name the laptop 
Hunter? Hunter, yeah, yes. fucking. So then they're like, Hunter's laptop. And they're like, we caught him. Hunter's laptop. And it's like the reason that they hired him was because they're like, no, he's a crackhead that we can get him to do like a bunch of fuck shit. And we can, he loves to take selfies, smoking crack and shit. You know what I mean? So it's not like they acquired the laptop. They hired him for that specific purpose. You know what I mean? So like, uh, is it a crime family or is it like a, a guy who does a lot of fuck shit and got to hide? Like his well, I think it's beyond fuck shit. Like the stuff with his niece and the text messages and stuff around that are like beyond just a guy that's just wiling out and smoking some crack on a thing. Like there right. seems to be some other pretty intense... Right, but that's in the family system. But better. them getting him to go to Ukraine to do that job doesn't have to do with the niece. And I'm not saying he's not doing that stuff with his niece because that definitely seems very fucking sketchy. Uh, and also, you know, but if they could have like. But then that's us separating out all the things that people do from the positions that they hold to circle back to the Trump thing and be like, okay, well. Well, yeah, I think if you are a drag queen on the weekends, it doesn't affect your ability to be a teacher on the weekdays. I mean, like, just because you do something doesn't mean it always affects your employment or, like, your job. Like, I think he had those jobs because he's an idiot, not because he's, like, a smart crime guy, you know, personally. Trump did or Hunter did? Well, or Hunter did. Both. No, I think that Hunter, I don't think that. Are true. It's like, say, okay, the Biden crime family <laughs> idea of, like, Okay, crime family usually means, like, that's what you do. Not, you're not a f- family that did a crime. You know, you're criminals that are related. Right. You know, like, it's it's different than, right. than what they're insinuating. It's just branding. Yeah, no, I, no, I think it's, it's But a, the Trump indictment then would be about paying off a porn star and did that impact his ability to be a good president? And you're saying be, that he well, should even more well, to be, be held pres- to a certain standard because he was president means that you do connect the lifestyle and the things that are going yeah. on with the position that the person's holding. Yeah. Right, but also what, what I think... But that's also not... Like, okay, he's not getting indicted because he banged a porn star... He's getting indicted because he lied. He committed fraud on paperwork concerning money. You know, like, I'm saying, like, so that, like, like right now, even his people were like, oh, he grabs the pussy. I don't give a fuck. Let him grab the pussy. I don't care if he fucks porn stars. Like, they don't even care that he lied about it. They're like, no, all politicians would cover that up. It's totally fine. Even Giuliani was on Fox News like, what's the big deal about this? This is what all, they they all do this. But the thing is, like, is the only reason it matters is because he turned on Michael Cohen and there's a paper trail. You know, like if if, if Hunter Biden had like a, a receipt that was like, this is why we hired him. The real reason why China gave him the money, he'd be indicted too. Well, okay, but hold on. But the, the, and you guys correct me if you have a different opinion on this. The only reason, because Silver, you and I had the conversation where you were like, this is a really dumb charge to bring Trump on the Stormy Daniels stuff, right? You're like, are they really like, why? Yeah, what was the chick's name that Clinton paid off for the sexual harassment thing? Was I don't I don't know one. I should know, yes, and there's also no, there's like several. No, I know he was accused of a lot, but I don't know any that he actually Donna, paid for. It's not Donna Summer. I know that. <laughs> but no, the reason but, that I thought anyway, and correct me if you guys disagree with this, but the reason my understanding of why I thought the reason. Paula Jones. Paula Jones. Remember? But, a, but, a, but, a, but a, when you when someone sues you, 
and then you you get a settlement, you pay them. Mm-hmm. That's not a payoff. That's a settlement, and it that's so that's Ooh, illegal. It's, hush money. it's but it's a legal thing that happened because of court. No, I know. I understand. Whereas, I was just asking yeah, her yeah. name and saying yeah. that like. Yeah. In the face of whether you do it, you know, through the courts or you do it, whatever, it's mm-hmm. still hush money, whether we want to call it legal or illegal. Yeah. The ultimate outcome is the same. But it's not it's a, but, being like, but when you're hush money, let's pretend I didn't do this thing I did. And here's some money. But let's whether say, a judge sanctions it or not doesn't but, mean that it's. That yeah, but it's, it's not hush money when a judge, when a person publicly well, sues you in public and then the judge publicly. It was. It wasn't hush money. It was a settlement. It's like it was like a fine more than than a hush. Like a hush payment would have been if he would have like gave her money before she went to the judge and then I she understand didn't. Right, but the hold on. difference. So my not to cut you off, but my understanding this is what I was trying to say is that my understanding of why this is supposed to be significant is that the hush money payoff. Uh, the reason it's a crime is different. Right, but that he. People kind of speculate that, like, he wouldn't have become president if he hadn't shut that down with the money. And that's not what makes it a crime. It's the illegal funny business between how he paid that yeah. money out. And fraud it was not. The, yeah, it's fraud He said that it was for legal fees. Where but, technically it kind of was. But to commit fraud but. for the purposes of becoming the president is... My understanding of what makes now, what makes it important, because the whole thing, uh, from what I have listened to, is that the actual act of the hush money thing is basically a misdemeanor. But in New York State, what takes it from a misdemeanor to a felony is if you are committing the misdemeanor in the furtherance of a second crime, which is. Yeah, fraud. Fraud to the make is, sure that he becomes no, president. If he would have said... That seems important. And apparently if he would have said yeah. that he was paying her to not tell his wife, that <coughs> it would be totally fine. That right. wouldn't be illegal, I guess. Which I don't really fully understand that. because Well, because Melania already knew. You know, she knew who the fuck she was marrying. Oh, my God. She's like, yeah, that's why I married you, dog. I'm trying to climb the ladder here. Like, But apparently, and this is another one, legally... If she has actual like legal proof that he cheated on her, that is a way she could get money from him if they were to divorce. Oh, absolutely! People hire private. So he's not admitting for this all he ain't day long. Shit. Like he is still now being like, I never did it. Never right? Did it. But do you think that she actually wants to go? I don't know. I don't know. People I know are that. Like, um, oh, free Melania! Apparently, she like, has she she has her own she has her own suite of rooms in Mar-a-Lago, and that she has not been coming out of them, and that. She has seemed more happy as of the last few days to the people that see them in public and that he is losing his fucking mind. That when they come out to the omelet bar, he's losing it. He's bitching about everything. He's blaming does Jews. He, Everybody's wait, coming after him. does he actually him. hang Soros out at the omelet bar at Mar-a-Lago? Yeah. He does, he, the reporters just kind of hang out in the dining room and he comes through two or three times a day to get his meals and then he does a little show. Yeah, I was going to say it's his narcissism. He's like, okay, now it's my, you know, my publicity off they play hail to the chief when he enters with no. eggs with eggs what that's something you heard for real yeah yeah and he comes in the room they he's like i'm not walking in there until i hear the song why it's, not though i mean if i was in his position mm-hmm. and i was that delusional I'd have just a on this fucking shit and like i'd risen to this point in life it he, was so absurd i mean hate him as much as you want but like wow way to just 
Yo. go from who you were to that. I mean, the whole thing has just been the most surreal, bizarre thing to witness. Like, he really was like, I'm All the way. Do it. He made no. five million off of this indictment so far. Fuck yeah, he did. By last night. It's madness. And we all feed into it. Absolutely. No, I, I certainly feed into it. Uh, I have said before on this show that he's he's my King Joffrey from fucking Game of Thrones. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just keep tuning in. I listen to podcasts that I'll get, like, 10 or 15 minutes into and be like, oh, why am I listening to this? But it's like, you know why you clicked on this. Somebody said Trump was getting got. And it's like, first of all, dude, you have regular TV. You know that he didn't get got. So, like, stop listening to people speculate. I don't find it entertaining enough to pay attention, to I, be honest. I, do. I don't pay any attention. I see the thing and I'm like, all right, whatever. But I do in the moment when I'm thinking about it in the terms of, like, watching a soap opera or something, it is just it's like that, he yes. has risen to this level of, like, this couldn't even be real. Also, I couldn't agree with you more on the sense that, like, why wouldn't he come out to the omelet bar to all hail the king? Oh, He's like, that, yo, you're in your mid-70s, and this narcissism has taken you from, like, uh, uh, obscure kind of mediocre rich guy from Queens to, like, paid six celebrity to... Uh, failed bankruptcy multiple times to the apprentice to the president. <laughs> You're like, what? It's the emperor's new clothes. It is definitely yeah. that. It, like, why would you not keep doing what you're doing? Whatever he's doing. Crimes he's committing. Songs he's coming out to. People like, keep telling him his clothes look really, really good. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, do they? Do they? Even when they, even when your they, hands look huge in that suit, <laughs> and your ass is looking tiny. It's really like the story played out in front of our eyes. No, even when people tell him the opposite of what he wants to hear, him spazzing has clearly worked out for him. Like I think, if anything, he dies. I don't think he's going to prison. But even if it was like all, no. all signs pointed to him going to prison. He's going to die before he goes to prison. Like, and I don't mean like he's going to have a shootout or something. I mean, like, he's already really old, really fat, and just really a disgusting human. So I just don't think I don't that know that that's the recipe for death in this you know, world. He, he would find, you know, like, no. he would, like, fly to Scotland and live at his other golf course. Who's going to let him do that? Oh, man. I mean, that Pissarro guy left Brazil the day after he lost that election and hung out in Florida oh, at Mar-a-Lago yeah, 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 until yeah, but, he just went back a couple uh, days ago. Yeah, what was his name? Fucking Bolsonaro. Bolsonaro, yeah. Um, that is absolutely true. But what how, year was I, Trump elected in? 2016. 16. That was the first. Okay. Yo. That was when he, uh, 2015 is when he came down the escalator. Okay. Which I still have not been able to make that expression. Yeah. One of my on. favorite memes the last couple of days is um, Beavis and Butthead sitting on a on a couch. Mm-hmm. It's like, Dad got arrested? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's, there's no other context and everybody gets it. That is amazing. Yeah, I mean, um, Don Jr. definitely keeps trying to, like, issue the smoke from... Yeah. Is he still on Twitter? Is that where he does I saw him yeah, I on so. something the other day. I don't know how I saw it, but I did. It just but yeah, he keeps trying to like get it out there in the only context in which I hear anyone talk about his comments is just clowning. Just yeah. he's taking shots all day. The the scene, as it were, has did not 
did not cohesively stay together. Like the whole CPAC crew of like those celebrities that were like building and building. It's like whoever, like, like I honestly think that all of them together, like Steve Bannon paid somebody at Cam Cambridge Analytica to mm -hmm. figure out how social media works. Then he gave everybody a piece of paper that explained what to do to, and what to spend on to get famous. And then Facebook was like, oh, we got to change that shit quick. And then they did something to the algorithm that got them off of it. And they've just not been able to catch it again. Because Shapiro, all of them are like, they don't have anywhere, anything view-wise like, like they did three, four years ago. Like, all of that shit is just losing popularity. Well, not only that, though, what I have found, and maybe this is, just has to do with the coverage, but, like, I do not hear any more stories about how Bannon is hanging out with Giuliani, who's hanging out with Trump, who's hanging out with Ivanka, who's hanging out with Don Jr. Like, if you ever hear any of their names mentioned, it's a very separated ecosystem. Well, Giuliani still goes on Bannon's podcast, and I only oh, know this because if you watch Seth okay, Meyers, yeah, so I'm not Seth Meyers' night show, he he makes fun of Bannon, and he he makes fun of Giuliani <sighs> every day. So he like he is he knows what's up with Giuliani. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason I knew that Giuliani went on Fox News and was like fully explained what Trump did with Stormy Daniels. And he was like, yeah, he paid his lawyer. You know, his lawyer told him, I got this expense. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to write off his legal fees. That's what we do. That's how you do it. And he just pretty he, much is like, here's yo, the guilty plea. Giuliani, explained like, it. you have and, to really wonder how he was ever like a federal prosecutor. Because you're like, you go on TV all the time and admit all the crimes. <laughs> oh, like, it's, called, it's called Scotch. I believe. What is that? Yeah. I believe it's called uh, Scotch. No, he's definitely fucking wasted, but... Hey, I get drunk and do a podcast weekly, and I've never admitted any felonies on the air. <laughs> like this, ish, ish, ish. Um, but I, I mean, I think there's something like in that just funny part of yourself where you're like, it's admirable, right? Like you've just gotten to the point where you're like, I don't give a fuck about any of this. It's such a shit show. It's such a clown show. I'm the biggest clown of all. I'm the giant jester. I don't give a fuck. Nothing's going to happen to me. Do you think that's his perspective? That's Giuliani's perspective? I think subconsciously he's just like, I don't think he gives a fuck on a lot of no. levels. Oh, I think it's the exact opposite. I think that he takes himself very seriously. No, he's too and wasted to be taking himself seriously. Oh, but no, that's what they... He's like marinated his brain. I mean, it is so... It's it's absurd to watch. It's like your friend at the party where you're like, all right, but, you know, like, no one's listening No, to. but it's, it's what they call... All right, so in the old Western days, they used to call that the brown study when, like, you've had so much whiskey that you're the toughest guy in the room. You're the smartest guy in the room. Like... You are the biggest joke in the room, but like, but you think everything that you're saying has this huge. Well, that's what of I meant by he's the biggest clown in the clown show. Is like he doesn't have a grasp on. He might be serious about his little tiny piece of whatever and thinks that it is, but it's so right. far gone that he's just the biggest clown. I mean, it, it's like a joke. He's just too marinated. I completely something agree I that. think going on, especially with people his age, mm -hmm. is like yeah, there's something like which we're talking about like what like the mid way, to late seventies, yeah, right? Like the way that pop culture has segmented right now, you know, like back in the day, us growing up, Giuliani's whole life, you know, there were three news stations, mm -hmm. there were these TV shows that we all watched, 
everybody knew when you said, where's the beef? They knew the fucking joke because we oh. all watched the same shit. We mm. all knew the same commercials. Yep. Mm-hmm. We had the same news, the same three channels, whatever. The, and the way things work now of like when you advertise, I'm only going to advertise towards these certain people yep. of this age that like this thing. So he's hyper target. You're not even going to know an entire scene exists. You know, because you're too busy. So people of his age, they didn't actually pay attention to it happening. They just all of a sudden, all of their news started being things they like. And they were like, wow, us Republicans are the most popular thing in the world. Yeah, they're not. The yeah. Democrats don't even exist anymore. They're not even in the news. Nobody and thinks The only that. time they're in the news is when they're being dumb. And that's they, why January, you know, like that's why it yeah, happened. They because think, there was this idea that like this is the thing. Yeah. I mean, it's like the Waco shit, right? Like when right. you're so... Even before we had the internet and stuff, when we did only have three news channels, if you could shut people off even yep. from those and give them this singular message, yeah. they'll fucking burn. And they believed that was the apocalypse. And that was it. It was like all the feds coming. Yeah, Imagine if yeah. you were like spun as fuck and like somebody told you like they're coming for us and they're going to do this and like total loss of the entire yeah. outside yeah, we world. We were going to lose Any America other- if we didn't poop in Nancy Pelosi's office. Any other context. No, and then did you see the that super wild um but did you, you see that that's where trump did his just last campaign speech was at waco, waco. no really yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, did yeah. you guys watch the documentary i, I know we don't no. publicize those the waco here. documentary no. i've seen bits and pieces the, gor- the gorilla watched it beyond good as far as each you know, faction of the government that was involved explaining like this was our role, this was ours, this was ours. And having lived through it, like all three of us did, right? Oh, and watching yeah, yeah. it and the impression you got on the three news channels, really, mm-hmm. right? That were yeah. still giving you some story and now looking back and I've seen other shit about it and I had like a broader understanding. But this documentary, I was kind of like, why are they even going back now? And I watched it and you're just like, holy shit. Let like, me ask you. So interesting. Pre okay, pre or post, or really both actually. Before watching the documentary, did you have a specific stance on Waco? Did after watching the documentary, did it change yeah, at all? It did. And if so, how? It did. Because when because when I had my mind on it, like when I was in my undergrad, Originally. I did a project about people that would self-immolate and the reasons that they would self-immolate. Right? Even so, for Buddhists. You, right. Yeah. But so I used like examples that we can like comprehend, like not that we can comprehend, but it it feels different when you see a monk, right? Self-immolate mm-hmm. in protest. It Way looks different, different than yep. like we drank the Kool-Aid, put on the purple fucking, you know, running mm-hmm. suits and just said, fuck this shit. They mm-hmm. seem crazy, but these guys to me seem like, you know, transcendent, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I did that. I was like, okay. And then like the, when the wives in India would throw themselves on the burning pyre of the and, husband, right. you know, and, and they would self immolate in order to like be with their love for eternal or their, not their love, their husband, you know, right. arranged marriage. But I was just like, what is that whole thing? So I think in my mind, I was like, oh, it's a cult mentality. It's him. He did this thing. He brainwashed them. And not that those things aren't true to an extent, but I felt that this particular documentary goes really deep into the psyche of the people that survived, which there's only very, very few there's of them. A very small handful. And they give really different perspectives on what their experience was or their parents' experience, or, you know, you get, and then the minds of the different agents and the mm-hmm. things that the government did, and kind of looking at it like they didn't show certain people these videos of him because of the way that it would look like he's someone that's 
you know, exercising his rights in these ways and these kids. And well, you saying David Koresh is? Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, it's it just creates a lot more of the favorite place now at this age of my life to be is in the gray area. You know, and I think that when I was young and it was portrayed to me, I was like, oh my gosh, it's this versus this, right? I mean, it's the largest mm-hmm. since the Civil right, War. Right, like right, on our, you know, I mean, okay, it was no joke. Just, just, just to get a grasp on it. In the 90s when you saw that, I want to say it happened in like 93, I think, somewhere in there. It was 93. And and so when you're seeing that as we're both, I want to say like 18-ish, so you're probably 16-ish, in there. We're high school aged when this is happening. I was 15. And uh, so did you have a particularly pro-Branch Davidians, anti-FBI, or vice versa stance? I don't think I thought either. I think I just felt really sorry for the people inside and thought they had been just singularly misled by someone that was a cult leader. Right. That was like the Haley Bop folks. Yeah, leader. You know, that. like, Dude, I mean, all the time. different, Haley it was Bop like was at the same time. all these things. And it was sort of this like crisis of like, look at all these crazy cults. And I was like, whoa, that's wild, you know? And this documentary now, it makes it a lot more, it's a lot more holistic view of here's all these different things <laughs> I thought and all these branches of government that were like, this is how they didn't work with us. They didn't work with us. And then kind of the way they looked at him and the ways that he was trying to figure things out. And then in the end, like the people that ran out and the people that didn't mm-hmm. and them talking about like, they chose to stay and I spend the rest of my life looking back like, damn, you know what? They died for what they believed in and you know, there's something significant about that. So it, it's treated in a lot of respect. I feel like it's the, one of those documentaries that doesn't like, it doesn't vilify the quote unquote cult members. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really even ridicule them when they speak openly. I felt like there's just space for them to express themselves. Well, what's always, Anyways, what's always been crazy to me, and uh, it, it relates to, in my mind, what you're talking about, the self-immolation thing, because that's always the point of contention about Waco. Like, did they self-immolate as a group? Or did the FBI light them the fuck up? And here's the thing. Well, that's why it's a good one for you to watch and then find out what you think afterwards. I, sh- no, I would just I, say that. And, and, no, I, I definitely need to. But for the point of this conversation, what's a little different about like, so when you talk about like the Buddhist monks self-immolating or the Hindu wives self-immolating on the funeral pyre and things like that, is that... The Branch Davidians, for whatever else they did or didn't do, they held down an armed standoff with the FBI, the DEA, the uh, was the who's the ones that does the firearms and ATF, ATF, <laughs> like three different government branches that were trying to storm their compound and killed four. Then it went off. For like something like 60 days. It was like two entire months where they were just sitting in the window. It cost us a million dollars a day. Is that really? The government paid a million dollars a day for that? That's what they said. But but this is what I'm saying though. As far as the self-immolation shit. Like you're sitting in the window bucking off at feds. And that's a... I'm not saying they didn't self-immolate. But that's a way different stance than lighting yourself on fire as a sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? But we don't, we still like, I saw a long time ago, like decades ago, they had a documentary that was like the, the history of, of the group of mm-hmm. like, here's 
you know, like there was a group he joined some other church and then built it up and got oh, bigger. Yeah. Then Inside Edition and him being on Fox and then all, you know, like, mm-hmm. and how that led to more of it. But like, all of the people in those that documentary talk about like a change, you know, like after the compound was was gotten, where it was all of a sudden like the race war is coming. Like something happened where he was scared that black people were going to come for him and that the government was going to help them. And then that led to them buying guns. Because that's what the government does. But what do they say they in this one? Do they have a reason they started people. stockpiling guns? That's they what, that's what never addressed. I mean, I, because apparently there was a change in him. I where he's, he, feel he was, he's like a pedophile rapist. Yeah, like I by no stretch am trying to be like, but, a, you know, but before I'm just the saying. change, he wasn't trying to be with everybody. And even before that, he wasn't the Messiah. He was still just like a prophet, not the Messiah until later in the compound story. Of he like, like changes that. I think that's probably a progression that he went through. And I just, yeah, I don't want to be like, I'm sympathizing ultimately with this person in any way about his own ideology or how he brainwashed other humans or like raped children. In my opinion, I'm just saying like, it was a cooler, like holistic view of how the government responded and just questions. Cause you get to like hear from his defense attorney who never got obviously the opportunity to defend him. But I think it's an interesting perspective to be like, where do we do this thing? That's, but they never got into the race stuff at all. Especially now when the reason that we went for him was he was stockpiling guns, that we say. But Yes, that's the but warrant. Right now, no, that's actually, the original but warrant. right now in yeah. Texas, I'm pretty sure you get a fucking trophy for stockpiling guns. Oh, like yeah, it's not yeah. even a thing anymore. Like where honestly it fucking should it be. Was, and we should maybe have a bigger response to stockpiling guns. It was more than the stockpiling of just the guns. It was like the types of guns and the yep. way that they were changing the guns into automatic weapons. Right. And then and they had grenades and grenades, creating yeah. their own grenades and doing all that type of stuff. And so when the ATF originally gets involved, which is the first agency to do so because of the weapons, yeah. mm-hmm. that's when they get that warrant. And when they're going to serve the warrant, they feel confused about mm-hmm. what's the best point of entry because of the level of yeah. like how the compound appeared. And they stopped and they spoke to a mailman who lived there unbeknownst to them. Oh, they thought so they the were just mailman, talking about like they thought he was just the regular guy who delivers the mail. And he's like, nah, bitch, I live here. So he went on back. And was told like, yo, they're coming for you. And then they found out that they knew. Wow. And so one agent was like, we absolutely can't go in now that accidentally this information's been provided. And his yep. higher up was like, oh, no, we're fucking going. And so his whole stance throughout is we never should have done it that mm-hmm. day. Once we knew they knew. There was no, absolutely no way, and we, we could knew go that in they're there. fucking armed. And there's with interesting lots debates about who starts the gun, you know, the, gun the gunfire, play. and like you're watching the actual videos though, much more in depth than like we ever did when I was a kid, you know. So you're able to kind of be like, wait a second, and you hear the conversations with like the negotiator and David throughout, and then they change that, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. that part is kind of interesting, but isn't that wild? I mean, they just went up to the postman and were like, yo. This is what we're trying to do down on this shit. And his daughter was the last person ever released from there. The postman's daughter was? Yeah. So she is an adult now and she's interviewed throughout and he's obviously is not alive anymore. Um, He didn't leave, but she's She's the last child that was released. Remember, there was like a certain number of kids that slowly had only very few. Well, I believe a lot more of like the children died than got released. Yeah, they did, but and it was still a big that, number. So wait, let me ask you this. Do Because, you, you, you know, there's the two sides of the stories where the survivors that were the cult members were like, no, they didn't let most of the kids out. And the feds were like, no, 
they kept the kids there on purpose to die in the oh, fire. Oh no, that's why you should watch it. There's the the negotiations change hands. The negotiator where all the kids that were let out were let out gets taken off of it mm-hmm. and a different negotiator gets put on from a different federal agent J agency and at that point no more no one else no is ever more released. Can, uh, which is okay. an interesting one too. Do you believe let me ask you real quick, but do you believe that they lit themselves on fire or that the feds lit them on fire? Um and if the feds did it, did they do it on purpose or did they kind of the feds created so much physical damage to the compound just prior to the fires mm-hmm. that there was no way for anyone. Um, I think maybe the feds did it, but it did happen in a coordinated effort. And there's definitely different opinions on both sides of both parties in the documentary. And they show like the way that the fire started internally in ways mm-hmm. where you're like, I don't know how the feds would have been able to do that exactly. Like on purpose. Nothing was fired into there. And how could they just spontaneously begin at the same time in five points, including inside? It's a little bit, but the tanks were destroying the outside so that people couldn't run out if they wanted. So that feels pointed. But at the same time, I'm like, I think maybe they were just trying to be like so scary that people would run out. But instead, then these fires started. I mean... How I mean, did they get the fire in there? That, my, I don't know. My understanding, or at least my take on it, which is not the most educated, is just that, like, the feds are in there shooting bullets and grenades and smashing shit with tanks so that the, uh, like, you know, the whole structural integrity of the building is going down. Therefore, gas lines yep. and shit, like, you know... So things are lighting yeah, the, the fuck on I fire. Saw was like shows the like the whatever like tank looking thing pushing into the building, right? And a wall going down right before the fire. But that's the thing is, even if the feds started a fire, they chose not not to leave the fire. You know, the feds didn't like lock them in a room and then set the room on fire. No, the feds might have set a room on fire, but then they were like, "We're staying in this room." No, and, what I saw was that they were trapped because the tanks were knocking walls down and shit. So I don't know that that is. Again, like, that's why I'm asking. Hey, I'm just asking questions here. Yeah. I don't want to Tucker Carlson this whole fucking episode up. But, um, but no, that part of my understanding, which, as I just said, is pretty mostly uneducated, was just that once the destruction and the mayhem really started happening, it's like, oh, gas lines got burst, and, like, you're shooting guns, and, like, whether it's, the Davidians or the feds mm-hmm. popping grenades and guns off around burst gas lines, like that was the end result. You know what I mean? And that certain shit collapsed, and that the reason some people got out and some people yeah. didn't was because certain parts of the compound got collapsed and other people now, didn't. I think a lot of times we talk about this stuff, like, you know, in the past, like oh, all those cults back then, but like right now, there are just as many all scattered over America and like. The MAGA world helped magnify a bunch of them, but, you know, Tennessee... No, they magnified it. Tennessee has, like, <laughs> like 35 at least. Like, Tennessee there, is buddy. just chock full of these weird, like... They seem like it's just a church. You're like, oh, it's just a Christian church. It looks like a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. And you're like, uh, no. You know, like, there's they had that documentary on HBO just now about the weight loss evangelist lady. Oh, yeah, totally. And that is a straight-up 
cult. Like her oh, daughter sure, has now sure. inherited her cult members and is now running them. And like Scientology, for God's sake, is you know like the biggest pretty thing up out there, there for sure. Scientology is taking hits. Like if you if you pay attention to Scientology, like there's a lot of court cases going on right now for human trafficking. That like if they play out in a weird way, like Scientology could just get crushed. And it's a weird one. It's like the Catholic Church. But right? there are so <laughs> many. I recently started. I found this YouTube channel. I don't think they're getting the church. There's this guy out here. Okay, the Pope. And he, he watches evangelists all week long and mm-hmm. just basically catches the craziest shit they say. Mm-hmm. And just in watching a couple of his clips, I can't watch his videos because the, the thing, like seeing the guy stand up on the stage and say crazy shit is mm-hmm. one thing. Mm-hmm. But then they have these mega church audiences. There's this woman who... God came and took her to heaven to show her what heaven was like. And there's a part in heaven that's Candyland. Oh, yeah. There's marshmallows. And fuck you if <laughs> wait, you literal, disagree with wait, her. Literal, Literally, there are pools of chocolate for you to fucking swim in and lollipop trees. Gumdrops all over the place. Dog, like, dude. This is a re- and it's real. That's in heaven. And no cavities. She went there and she saw it. And she's standing there with thousands of people that aren't like, homie, did you Bullshit. Not- Bullshit, you're fucking lying. You're making this up. Nobody's saying they're all like, oh, I can't believe she saw heaven. It's so good. Bro, bro, did you not see that in Pennsylvania this very week, a woman was an employee of a fucking chocolate factory that exploded and she got saved from the fire by being ejected? Into a giant vat of molten chocolate in which she had to shred chocolate for nine hours while the firefighters tried to put the fire out. And she was on fire when she got blasted into the fucking vat of on chocolate. chocolate Willy Wonka 2023. It, it is a real thing that happened in Pennsylvania, and I can only imagine it was either in Hershey or York. You know, that's where all the candy I like That's yeah, a real thing that happened. It's like the, the superhero, the, the supervillain origin story to Chocolate Face. <laughs> totally. Like, no, I can become a chocolate bunny. That's her joke. I'm story. hollow. Oh, that, that is, is like, insane. I don't want to say that I agree with the lady from the mega church who's like, yo, oh, yeah, there is a part of heaven that's Candyland, but that chick, but okay. definitely she said her whole arm was on fire. It was how she avoided heaven. That's well, a fair Well, if she would have died, she might have gone to chocolate heaven. No. That's a fair Maybe. Now, this guy has this one compilation video, okay, of all the evangelists across the country that Jesus came to them, you know, they were at their house hanging out after dinner, you know, and Jesus walked in the room. Many of them actually physically, he was sitting in the fucking room with them. And I'm like, how do people believe the words you say? Okay. So Jesus comes and he's like, like, Hey, Trump's going to win the election. For some reason, Jesus is really involved in American fucking politics. And he went around to all these weirdos in the South and was like, cause it ain't happening up North for some weird fucking reason. Not in Canada either. It's just in South of America. Not South America, South of America. The American South. Jesus is like, hey, man, I know what's going to go happen in the next election. Trump's going to win. Okay. And, wait, wait, and so these people are saying. Jesus was pumped on that? Or yeah, he nah? was totally stoked. Okay. And then, so these people are like, that's how I know Biden stole it. Because Jesus right. told me that Trump would win. So you're going to call Jesus a liar now? And they say that shit on stage. Who are you going to call Jesus a liar? Jesus told me Trump won. I'm like, well, why didn't Jesus tell you that Trump wouldn't get elected? president wouldn't jesus know he could have been like hey on january 6th stay out of the building doug you know <laughs> just telling you I, he's gonna win it's, it's gonna be like weird your brain had an algorithm way before the internet i just don't understand <laughs> how people it, they believe like 
just that, that you can do that. Like, <laughs> I, I don't even, how simple I can't it even is. talk like, a motherfucker into buying a CD. And these motherfuckers got a whole room full of people throwing money at them just because they fucking lie, obviously. And I, it just hurts. It hurts. They need- because you need to, like, capitalize on people's insecurity to an extent and their desire to feel that they're somehow, yeah, you know going to be saved or going to be superior to another or going to have something that someone else doesn't have it's like the capitalist bizarre dream of puritanical christianity and so you just got to feed it to them and if you want them to listen to your music then you need to get on board my friend or or make something that uh, really feeds that thirsty nature you don't listen to this then it means that that jesus is is weeping right jesus came to my house and he said if you don't listen to my record Jesus is shitting in a it's litter in box moonshine. right now in an elementary school because you made him a furry because your music rap bars were not good enough. That's oh. why that happened. And that's why you have to make them think that. Are you saying negative things about furries now? I tied a bunch of right-wing stuff together yeah. there. Oh. So, uh, you I know, thought the furries were like... Yeah, somebody made a joke. That, I'm down that a, somebody identified sure. as a cat, and so a, a school got a litter box. It wasn't box. a joke. No, but it didn't happen. There was no school with a litter box. That's not a thing. No, it did not happen. It at never all. happened. But one of them made a joke, and then the other one heard it and then thought it was real. And then six months later, there's a guy in fucking Congress like, "There are schools out there that got litter boxes now. We gotta not stop just, this." And it's like, not dude, just one guy, dumbass. There's a lot of people, men and women, in the actual United States Congress, being like, "Yo, did you know?" Kids are shitting in litter boxes in class right now, like because no. they identify as kitty cats. Yes, no, oh. no, it, no. But also that a school allowed <laughs> them, yeah, to not only identify as kitty cats, but Man, to put a, a fucking litter box in the actual classroom. Oh, that's I, a Waldorf school. I couldn't even get a cat. <laughs> a, I couldn't even get a high school to allow me to wear a hat when I told when I told them I changed my religion to Rastafarian. They were like, no, Tom, you can't wear a hat in the building. I'm like, but it's my God says I have to. And they were like, I don't care. It wasn't 2023, baby. You'd be golden now. But no, but also, I don't care what you identify as. No one wants to take a shit in front of their peers. In a classroom like, or anywhere. Well, I didn't expect the litter box to be in the classroom. It's I thought it would be in a closet at best. You know, Why like, not in the bathroom? Yeah. Even if, like even a if, in a stall. Owner. Even if you're not doing that. Like, do you remember? I you, do know of a school in I know the area the, of Asheville where if you identify as a wolf, you do wear ears and a tail. And it's a middle school. Do they, does that dictate where you get to shit? No, I don't know anything. I didn't ask about Do you think it's real? Their... You think that's real? I know that part's real. I don't know where they choose to you use You can identify as a wolf? Indeed. Uh, you're thinking of Brother Wolf. That's mm, a dog adoption If place. anyone local is listening to this, they yeah. might My also know. My identifies Colin. as an alpha male. Which school I'm referring to. <laughs> so all the other kids have to do what he says because he's an alpha male. I respect his choice. He spits in their food before they eat it so they know who's dominant. Mm. He, no, but do y'all remember? I right, I know that you went to. He's actualizing himself. A private high school. I did. But you went to. But you went to public, like elementary school, right? I went to a Catholic school. Oh, the whole time, Catholic, all the way. Catholic to private. No, my private oh. school wasn't Catholic, uh, but okay. I went private to Catholic. I'm you not a never, public school you kid. You never went to public school. No, not once. No, I just put all my kids there. 
right, we're going to have to recalibrate our entire friendship and also, like, I don't know, might have to delete a lot of episodes. Um, no, public, I'm not unfamiliar public, with the system, but public. I'm not. That's true, not actually. You, you, yeah. I mean, it's it wasn't. It was less than ideal. Um, but no, like public school bathrooms, especially early days when you're like uh, getting led as a group to like, yeah, we all like pee as a group. You're like, well, I'm, yo, I've seen lean on me, bro. <laughs> I know what the bathrooms are like. But it's just like, no, like, in, it's in particularly, like, elementary school when they, like, don't trust anyone, A, to just, like, go take a piss on your own, but also, B, like, why would we all need to pee at the same time? That's a weird fucking, like, oh, we're going to schedule this. That's kind of bugged out. I definitely got uh, kicked with a boot to the face in elementary school back. Like, uh, welcome to the jungle, bro. Middle school oh, bathrooms were fights like every single time. Oh, be like, there'd be like oh. scheduled fights for morning and afternoon. Is or whatever. there anything was, more to this savage. day? I hear about it daily. Is there anything more savage than a middle school fucking restroom? Like, a, no, but a now they're on camera. Now I see the videos. Wait, of there's it. cameras in the bathroom? No, the other kids film it. The other kids oh, all yeah. have their fucking yeah, cell mean, phones, and they ex, film ex. every fight. You can look at them daily. Oh, it's like world. If you go through your kids' phone, tiny world star. Uh, Just kidding. I respect his autonomy. <laughs> No, but all of that stuff is just uh, complete mayhem and savagery. And you're right. I, I was kind of focusing on elementary school bathroom, which felt terrible, but. I think that middle school bathroom, the public school bathroom, is possibly it's worse than elementary or high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like um, like every single middle school kid is like, this is the first day of prison and we got to fuck somebody up to prove yeah. that. Absolutely. <laughs> to prove that we're not on the bottom of the pecking order. Yeah. No, especially That's- when there's like. All the elementary schools from the area just merged to the middle school. So, like, the bullies are like, oh, fuck, there's, like, other bullies. Other oh, bullies. Fuck. There's, like, five groups of bullies here. We got to start over from scratch. Shit. <laughs> do you know, like, I'm going to have to, do you know how many people I have to pick on just to fucking keep my fucking status? Oh, my God. Yeah, I can't believe we all went through that. I'm, it seems like it's kind of still, still the, like, uh, the vibe. No question. There's a lot of fights in the middle school and the high school. I definitely, I will, I will say this. I kind of painted the portrait about getting kicked in the face with that boot. Um, a little wrong because there was this, the new kid was Josh and he wore like boots every day. Like kind of boots. Like Doc Martin boots, cowboy boots, no, no, no. It Ugg was, boots. It was, like what it was like fifth or sixth grade, but like, you know, basically what we would now call chuckas. You know what I mean? you know what chuckas are? Like lesbian sneakers. Like um I just paused so that you tiny. could follow it up with that second you, description. You knew that I, I was knew where that. you were gonna go. You with knew that. I was about to fall on my face with that and get like get myself mm. canceled, mm. and then you would take over the show. Mm. But uh, you know what I'm talking about. You know what chucka boots are. Like like the cargo short version of sneakers. 
Yeah, they're kind of they're basically like um, like hiking boots, but not really. Like if like the the high top sneaker size of Timberlands. Yeah, you know. But these. Yeah, I have some. Josh, we and know, we know. They're we, amazing. <laughs> I'm not disparaging Chucka boots in any term that one would want to use. But people them. were wearing the Timbos. But uh, yeah, J- uh, Josh was wearing chucka boots. Were they the old school, like tan ones? They're like the mid 80s. They weren't even. Because mine are black and they're phenomenal. These, but okay. these are not Timbos. These oh. were, you know, like off know brand, like Wolverines or something like that. You know what I mean? But uh, but everyone called him boots because he would wear them no matter what the weather. Like it could be summer, spring, winter, not fall. Not mad at that. And all you gotta in, do is call. In in retrospect, absolutely. And uh, but you know they weren't I, UGG boots. The worst of all. No, the boots. they were they were not UGG boots because tell you what, uh, I would have been. What about Croc boots? This would be Ew. a way way different story if Croc if they were they UGGs don't, or Crocs. But if they did, they'd be like. Because it wouldn't have busted my face wide open, but everyone called him Boots, and I just was one of many children picking on him. I can't even a remember lemming, the if you will, inner, a bit of a bit of a lemming, a bit of a lemming, and uh, yeah, we were in the bathroom. Also, in my defense, I don't know that this is a defense, but uh, Josh was one of those kids who uh, would go to the urinal and pull his pants all the way down to like his knees or his ankles, and everyone's like, "Dude, we don't need to see the butt cheeks." Like, what are you oh, doing? Oh, should I tell my kids not to? I'm sure my kids don't do that. <laughs> they don't seem uh, like those guys. They don't. They're not those kids. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, he said something to me. I said, "Yeah, whatever, boots." And then uh, I made the fatal mistake of turning around to, uh, I noticed my my shoestring was untied. I went and also, don't tie your shoes in the bathroom. That's disgusting. In like an elementary or middle school boys bathroom. And that's when I saw the boots coming right up to the face. And uh, yeah, guess what? I never called Josh boots again. Josh he Gold laid star for Josh. He, he laid me he all the way the fuck out, and I don't know if anyone else ever called a boots again. But guess who didn't? And that was this before guy. Dora the Explorer. Later, he would have been like hailed as like boots. Yeah, yeah. Everyone loves boots. Yeah. He's adorable. Yeah, they'd be like, "Yo, Chuckas, what it do?" <laughs> like, but yeah, that was a wrap for me. And I, as far as I know, I never uh, lemminged and and picked on other kids just because he, they had a shit nickname. Which also... We all know that's not true. <laughs> no, I mean, I do it here, but, you know. I, not for a long time, anyway. Not for a long time. I definitely... Uh, I learned a lesson uh, that day. Um, you hear about how Disney fucking pulled the, the fucking switcheroo on DeSantis? I did not hear DeSantis that. took over the Reed Creek District, and he, felt, <sighs> you know, whatever, passed rules to so that he would have control over Disney's area. Right, and it was so, flunkies. And then he put a bunch of his donors in, in on their board the day before they um they passed that bill, like the like hour before that bill got passed, that crew was like, Here's a new resolution. This board no longer has any power whatsoever. Every decision will be made by the Disney Corporation and only thing we're doing here is ornamental. Boom, 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 stamp, stamp, and we're done. And it's like the, the contract is signed until the last living descendant of the king is dead, of the king of England is dead. 
Wait, what? They worded it in a way that this contract will last until the last living descendant of, you know, King Ch- like Charles, Charles dies. Literally? Yeah. Yes. And so, like, then the Disney guys, they all came in and they were like, we're in charge of this board now. Today's the day we're taking over. Tomorrow's our first meeting, but we're in charge now. We're going to change the cartoons, damn it. No more gay characters. Woo! The next day they were like, um, we have called our lawyers. and We are very concerned about what has been happening with this board. And it's they, they have no power. Disney took all the power from it entirely. They can't even, like, change the color of, like, trash cans and shit. I'm guessing that they knew long before Ron DeSantis started yeah. trying to flex. They were like, he doesn't know we can do this. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they waited for the flare. They waited. They were like, yo, let's flare. let him Let's let him act it's, up it's on, like on TV a bunch. It's easier to be the seat, the, the governor. I'll even say Southern. Uh, the governor of a Southern state is an easier job to get than the fucking CEO of the biggest corporation on the planet. You know, like, the CEOs of, like, Apple and Disney and the big ones, you know, like, that's a harder job to get than... So, like, basically, it means that if Bob Iger and Ron DeSantis are going to be having a challenge, DeSantis is going to lose. Yeah. He doesn't have the power or the brain power. Like, not even that the guy that runs Disney's smart, but he's like, we still got, like, $10 million in account, right, for me to hire smart people? Yeah, go ahead, boss. Here you go. You know, like, they... they because money equals power in America... Yeah. And politicians, while they can get lots of, you know, like donations and whatnot, and they can deal with, you know, the lobbying and whatnot, their ultimate salary is not killing it on that level. And that's what we equate with power. And in the split world, they can only have half the country behind them at any given time. So, like, any Republican governor can only get half of America to stand behind him, whereas Disney... Or half of his state. Like, Disney can basically be like, if these guys keep fucking with us, that means no more Marvel movies. And the entire country would stand up and be like, fuck that. Give Marvel me my Spider-Man. And Star Wars are going to keep happening. You know, Like if America had to choose between Marvel movies and Florida, there's no question. No oh, there's no question. Yeah. They could secede right now. They'd be like, we can make a new Miami somewhere else. We really could. Right at the bottom of Georgia. You know, That would be so amazing, actually. A little uh, Atlanta turned Miami flavor. Not bad. Yeah, I know. Not yeah. bad. We could do it. <sighs> so, yeah. Um... You can't do that. Do what? <laughs> I saw recently, uh, This there's a, a lot of people on YouTube go a lot, do live streams. There's a producer that makes beats and he does all these live streams. And one night he was in the middle of a live stream. And a lot of times as a producer, when you finish a beat, you listen to it. And sometimes you might close your eyes for a second to listen deeply. Mm-hmm. Okay, and this dude's name is something, 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 hit the keys. That's his name, is something, something, something. That's the literal yeah. name? No, that's just what he, his, his YouTuber name is, is right. something, something, something. That's what he called his channel, that becomes your name. Right. Yeah. Don't give your channel a long name unless you want a long-ass name, but he just passed the fuck out in the middle of a live stream, and then there's like I can relate. a couple thousand people watching, and all the comments <laughs> are like, oh, dude, look, he fell asleep. Something, something, something hits the Z's. Oh, he hits the Z's. Oh, hits hits the Z's. Hey, now you hit the Z's. And now he is he's now officially hits the Z's. That's fair. Every other it's producer fair. was like the next morning was like, that's how I found out. The next day it's like every producer on YouTube is like, you guys gotta see this. <laughs> like every video was like, hey look, he fell asleep. I'm sorry, I really like this guy, but look, he's sleeping. And it was this video Let of him me ask sitting you this. there. But the thing is Is he a narcoleptic? They kept watching. That wasn't what I was gonna ask. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But you wondered. Can I? No. Or you are now. No. <laughs> what I was going to ask is, how many minutes into his broadcast did he... A couple hours. You won. Oh. He was deep. 
You were seven minutes. Seven minutes. We know. Seven minutes in heaven, baby. Did he ever like wake up and say random non sequiturs? They didn't show him him waking up. Like only video I saw was like him just sitting there sleeping. There nobody like caught the part where he was like, "Oh shit! Oh, I'm still strong. Oh, what time is it?" You know, like because he had to have some point where he realized (laughs) that like, oh, people are still watching. They've been giving me money. <laughs> like, also, is he getting the smoke on like his live yeah, stream? Yeah, getting to the, the entire live stream. Sleep. They, they were sharing it. Like, hey man, you gotta watch. Uh, Check it out. Uh, Tune into. Pretty into <laughs> that. Something, something, something. He's sleeping. <laughs> like the hottest live stream of the night. I can't believe that's like a thing now. Like that's somebody's TV. It's like the video game. Like video games is weird too. But like people are like, I'm gonna play a video game, and there's ten thousand people. Like, yeah, I'll watch. Like, no, it's really? it's like it's bizarre. The new TV shows. Watch. Your yeah. kid, yeah. Like, You're I can see how them. playing a game would be more fun than... Ugh, than I can't stand it. I've asked my kids for years. I'm like, why is watching someone else play a game you like to play more enjoyable? Than playing the And game. their response is like, why is watching someone play a sport that I play more enjoyable? Yep. Like, I enjoy watching oh, people shit. play sports that I play. Why wouldn't I enjoy someone playing a video game that I enjoy? I, I'm like... That just rocked. Oh me. my bad. <laughs> I was like, okay. I do feel that like a does fucking idiot make right sense. now. Yeah. Like as soon as they yeah. were like, you literally spend six hours on Sunday on your couch watching football, mom. They didn't put it like that. I wouldn't beat yeah. their asses. But their point was taken. <laughs> no, um, honestly, when Topper first was couch surfing my house, I had. Uh, no heat, no cable. I did have a PlayStation, and it's when... Um, Look at you now. You know what I mean? I started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> but no, it's when Vice City first came out, and uh, the whole, basically, the beginning of me and Topper's friendship was like him, well, the pit bulls laying on top of us for heat, and I would play Vice City, and... Um, yeah, that just made me a little verklempt. That made me choke up a little bit. But yeah, I would play Vice City, and Topper would basically watch it as if he was watching a crime drama. But also, there's like a little map yeah. on the bottom of Vice City when you're getting chased by the cops, and he would be like, hey, make a left up there, bro. Like, hey, you and just give me like directions like he was actually riding shotgun with me. He'd be like, they're coming up behind you, bro. But like, it was... He Topper was, is your co-pilot. Yeah, no, he is the Joe Pesci to my De Niro. He is the Liza Minnelli to my Sinatra. Absolutely. Weird. That's a weird one. No, we're going to close on Minnelli and Sinatra uh, because it's it's a throwback to the literal first episode of the worst case scenario. And guess what, worst or nots? You already know you've been rocking with the worst with myself, Valio Iglesias, MC Onion, the Rap Scallion, Punani DeFranco, the subwoofer drug pusher, known to the ladies as a pimp named Sugar Cookie. Uh, and you have been cooking with Silvery Plath, Alicia Silverstone, Babe Ruthless, Woko Ono, and Adam Strange. Yawning. You, yeah, you gonna go with that? Yeah, 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 And that guy, the Vice Count, Dirty Finger. This is the worst case scenario because two wrongs don't make it right, but three wrongs definitely make it worse.
In the year 3301, an IROC-Z, roughly the size of Shea Stadium, is drifting towards its destiny. The crew of smugglers and pirates on board this broken starship are led by a charismatic clone of Kurt Russell who goes by the call sign of Blue Lightning. Blue Lightning programmed himself to steal a planet, and after lifetimes of searching, his prize is finally within his grasp. Now he just has to avoid the space police, keep his AI sober, and stop his crew from killing each other long enough to fix their ship, the Betamax Sunrise. Tune in every week for a new installment of Betamax Sunrise and join the adventure. Hello, today I will be telling you some jokes. So the first one is, why did the cookie go to the doctor? Because it was feeling crummy. Ah. <laughs> now I'll do the second. Why is six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. No. And for my last joke, it, wait, did it fall down? What, did what? it fall down off? No. Why, uh, what time do you go to a dentist? Tooth hearty. <laughs>